this and every episode of the Old School Red Hill Podcast brought to you by People State Bank, the Andrews Insurance Agency, and Tyler Griffin's Pizza House. Let's go white. I tried not to look at the, I wasn't even looking at the podcast glad to be with you took a little bit of time over the summer so it's been a few weeks since our last show but we are happy to be back with you got the regular cast of characters chip jamerson gary emmons david king i am brian emmons and we are so glad to be here and glad to be sponsored by people state bank tyler griffin's pizza house and the andrews insurance agency guys how's it going tonight going well i just got in from the homecoming activities up here at ridgeview and nothing says old school i mean like homecoming to us i mean and we'll have that homecoming episode coming up in a few weeks but uh yeah it's good to see you guys first time in september we've met so excited we got a good show tonight something different yeah i think we're on on, still on pace We, we we promise our sponsors 24 shows a year and and uh we'll get to at least 24 um yet this year but uh we've got some good stuff in the works and gary what are you up to well not too much I'm not celebrating the little 31st anniversary of slim came home a couple of days ago so it was an sure. exciting time of the year for okay. red hill history no, uh, 31, 31 years, years yeah wow. i know it's good wow. it's crazy things are going good here so uh I'm glad to be back with the with the fellas tonight king in the fields you got started yeah. Been uh, staring at down elbowed corn all afternoon, so kind of cross-eyed right now. But <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're getting it, so it's. I've never experienced elbow corn. Have you guys? Yeah, yield is there, just uh, just a uh, mess to pick up. So, imagine the imagine the plant coming up, elbowing over, and then going up again. So you have to go up there and do it by hand, don't you? I got a little bit of golfer's elbow right now. It's it's on the other side of your elbow, but um, it's getting better. So well, we're talking about ailments and stuff. I'm sorry. Um, if yeah, listen. Yeah. If we're going to talk about everything that's ailing us, we better we better uh, extend the podcast. Uh, my week was a, a very good one. I'll be a proud dad for a minute. The Barry Vikings. Uh, girls golf team uh, repeated as sectional champions um, we are still just what four years removed of only having one golfer and uh, and we now have won back-to-back sectional titles and um, on a on another note my daughter Olivia is the individual sectional sectional champion so congratulations yeah. to Olivia and to you and your family for what you've done for that bar Reef golf program and joins her brother Sam who is also an individual sectional champion yeah i got i got a call i was just i was just telling my wife the other night i'm like you know not to bash on the bar reef golf program but there wasn't a whole lot of golf going on at bar reef until sam and and olivia and brian and kirsten moved and dylan Mm -hmm. of course moved moved uh, moved to town and really revitalized that program and 
they brought some hardware home with them too. And Livy's only a junior too. So yeah, more to come. Appreciate you saying that. And, and yeah, and so we got the regional this Saturday and, uh, we'll, we'll see, see how that goes, but pretty exciting stuff. She, uh, live one in a playoff, one whole playoff, um, against, uh, uh, Macy Sexton, a girl from Vincent's Lincoln, who's a solid player. So good day. And, uh, hopefully we'll, we'll keep it going, but, uh, real quick did want to update on the Bridgeport leader project that we announced a couple weeks ago. Um, we, I, matter of fact, just talked to Stacy Moore, um, this morning, we're going to get our bank account set up. So we're ready to take donations. And then here in the next two weeks, uh, you, you, the listeners, you may get a, a letter or businesses will get a letter or we'll do open, open ways to just donate. And we'll, we'll put out a call. Um, the podcast will announce our donation. We're going to get us off to a, hopefully a good start. And then we'll, we'll start to work on, uh, on getting all the Bridgeport leaders digitized and online and available for everybody. And most importantly, Chip, available to us. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so it's going to take the podcast to a whole new level. So we're really, really excited about that. Whoever I mean, we wants can do fifth and sixth grade basketball. Oh gosh! Reports, oh, it, it's little league, full little league reports. Completely <laughs> changed this podcast. Hopefully, and I think for the better. Uh, yeah. But uh, no, it, it's going to be going to be a lot of fun, and and I can't wait. So, somebody want to jump in and explain what we're going to do tonight? I'll let Chip do it. All right. Well, tonight. We see we see other schools that I, I saw some Lawrenceville's got their induction. I think this weekend actually uh, we didn't plan it that way, but the the um, schools have ha- athletic hall of fames. Red Hill has never started one of those, so we are not starting one. It's still, yeah, um, we still don't have one. <laughs> if the district or someone wants to start one, we will definitely help out with our research and the history and so forth. So we thought we would make our first induction class of the Red Hill Hall of Fame. That doesn't actually exist. This is like a kind of one of our fantasy, fantasy thing. Yeah. So like we did for the Little League. Just to, reiterate, to reiterate, this is not <laughs> a real Hall of Fame. Yes. And we are, so we're each going to bring five nominees to the table. Now we could have a lot of the, there are probably going to be some repeats. There's probably not going to be 20 individual names brought up. We're going to bring five to the table. And is it like, do the top five vote getters then, Brian, get in the Hall of Fame? Or does anybody mention get in the Hall of Fame? Or just, are we like, do they have to have two votes, or if they're on at least two ballots, they get in? Uh, yeah, three let's ballots? do that. Yeah, let's say if, if three ballots. If you're on three, three, ballot, yeah. three, the, three of the five, yeah, three of the four ballots, then you're you're definitely in the fictional. And then Red maybe Hill we can have, and then everybody that was not, we will have everybody in a pool. Maybe somehow we'd have to put maybe a couple more in a committee. If we were in a bigger class. Yes. So, but, and chime in on the exciting, chime in on the Facebook page. If you've got somebody, you know, throw it out there. And, and, uh, this is, this is for fun. Again, this is not a real hall of fame. We're not suggesting this is a real hall of fame. We're just, we're just fantasy booking here. I would like there to be a hall of fame. I Williamsville up by where I live by Springfield, down where I used to live. They, um, started their hall of fame and I watched their induction ceremony NFHS this summer. And, it was great. It was very enjoyable. Um, so you can look that up. I, I knew a lot of the people in there, so it was more interesting to me than it was someone not aware of Williamsville. But, yeah, so if someone at Red Hill wants to get started, that would be great. Remember, oh, there was something I was going to bring up with this. I can't remember what it was, but uh, I'll think of it in a moment. Uh, we do not know each other's uh, picks. No, so we do not. It's it, These it, five it, are all I private. Mean, we could – I have I have two, four so – I actually have seven written down um, that I – that I could go with. So, 
Um, hopefully, yeah. we we don't have the same five. Um, but you know, I guess we could. Yeah. And, and just because you're not, I mean, and the, oh, my other thing was this is remember our podcast focuses on Red Hill, so Sumner and Bridgeport, right, right, and any little country school even before that um, are not involved in this. It's Red Hill High School, 1973 to 2023. 50 years. This would be a great time to start. God, 50, 50 years. Year anniversary. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> so, right, just to be sure, this isn't real. This isn't a real Hall of Fame. <laughs> okay. This is not, not real. a real Hall of Fame. This is just us <laughs> having a conversation and you having to be listening in. Yeah, okay. If people down there want to start one, we would love to be on the committee. Yes. And, and we will we will volunteer to MC the ceremony and and uh, record it as a uh, as a podcast yeah. but uh yeah that's as far as this goes. We're we just do not have fun. a brick and mortar bu- building for this Hall of Fame. Not it's, yet. After we get exist. after we get the Bridgeport leaders online then we'll start working talking about building a <laughs> building a Hall of Fame. Yeah, I think we could use Grays for our our actual physical location of the Hall of Fame. Yeah, there you go. That's a, a that's great a idea. Great idea. <laughs> Absolutely. When you hear that song, we're going to start talking pizza, and there's only one place to get it. That's Tyler Griffin's Pizza House. You know where they're at? Right across from the Dog Pound. Make sure before and after a game you get a pie, but mainly know that from Tuesday through Sunday, they're open 4 to 9, and the first Friday of every month, you can stop by and have lunch. Pizza of the month for September, that is the Chicken Alfredo Pizza, 10 inches, 11.79. 14-inch is 18.79. They're going to take Alfredo sauce, and that's what they're going to start with on the crust. You got me there. But then they're going to throw on grilled chicken, some mushrooms, mozzarella cheese, fresh spinach, and they're going to top it off with Parmesan cheese. Give them a call and try this out. You can reach Tyler Griffin's Pizza House at 945 Food. That's nine four five three six six three. We're looking for insurance. We hope that you would call the Andrews Insurance Agency at five forty two Main Street in Bridgeport. Terry Andrews and Justin Shear are your independent agents, and they're your professionals for all of your farm, commercial, and personal insurance needs. And they've been strong supporters of Red Hill Athletics for decades. So if you're brought down by a pack of dogs. Get off your seats and on your feet. And see T-Bone or Juice and give them a call at 618-945-2881 at the Andrews Insurance Agency. You want all the amenities of a big-time bank with a local touch? No better place than People State Bank. Sumner, Bridgeport, St. Francisville, and Lawrenceville are your convenient locations. They've got financial accounts and assistance for personal, business, agricultural, trust services and retirement accounts at people state banks your local bank that supports red hill sports and other activities as well as 4-h projects and many many other local organizations remember four convenient locations sumner bridgeport st francisville and lawrenceville people's state bank okay well in in uh with all that build up um who wants to go chip you go first i'll just be the decider right. here okay all right i will start with one that i think is what well, i think will be unanimous i guess if they are so once i say this then we can all chime in like oh yeah i had that yeah. person also. yeah that sounds so, good so my first candidate is probably if not the top of your list 
top two or three on your list. I'm going with Mandy Cunningham as my mm. first candidate. We've had her as a guest on the show. She scored 3,165 points. She was three-time All-NEC. She was All-State first team. Her team only lost her sophomore through senior year. The only team, she only lost to one team in three years. The Tatapos wooden shoes just happened to be during their great three year, their their best three year. Run yeah, also. no kidding. Uh, Red Hills, we've talked about this, hit that a few times. Um, so, yeah, I don't have all the stats in front of me, but the 3165 is number 73 points in a game, one game, 73 points by herself. Uh, played at the University of Illinois Division One basketball, Big Ten freshman of the year, I think. So, um, I mean, a no-brainer Hall of Fame, Mandy Cunningham. She was back like on ep in episode ten or twelve. Uh, go back and listen to it. Great interview. Great person. I mean, valedictorian of her class. Uh, I think when I was mm -hmm. looking her up just to get some stats the other day, I think she was the DAR Good Citizen award winner I, so hey in my research i found that's absolutely <laughs> correct she absolutely was that as well uh on and off the court the definition of a hall of famer if we were ever going to name the court or the gym after someone and it'd be a family i think it should be cunningham court because it's more than just her her dad her sister's brother yep. the, whole, the whole family yep. her grandpa i mean everything they gave to red hill cunningham court I, Cunningham, Jim. No, it's a no no brainer yeah. if you ask me. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, one, of, one of my five. So, yeah, I yeah. second it. I got to. I ran into uh, Mandy and Gary Wilsey a few weeks ago at the Girls' House down in Evansville. It was good to see him. Hadn't seen them in a long time, so it was good to run to them. And something I found, I think it was, I think it was September eighteenth was the, I think an eighty. What year would that have been? Eighty four. That Steve was hired as head basketball coach for the for the girls. I think it was eighty four. Maybe I think, that, I but. think I believe. Did he get hired the year before? Right, like Mandy's eighth grade year, I believe. At least that, yeah. yeah maybe so her, even her seventh grade. Her eighth well, grade year would have been 85, 86. So, um, so it may have been eighty five. I was thinking it was eighty four. He was hired. It may but, have been. Um, I'm not sure. But but you know you 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 think about that and I, I saw it too is interesting he replaced Barry Edwards I'd completely forgot the librarian Barry we have not, yeah. we have not yeah. covered that team on any of the episodes no so, so that was interesting more Red Hill team we need to, I'd like to get into that team a little yeah, bit yeah so Barry Edwards of all I guess he got kind of took the job there was no one else to take it so he came in for a year thank and you. and uh, yeah so that's thank Steve you. even thank thanked him and <laughs> said he took he took a lot of uh, I think Barry took a lot of grief. To, uh, you know, for lack of basketball knowledge, but you know, he came in and maybe saved the program for a year until Cunningham, yeah. and then you had that several several years of the Cunningham girls dominating. And there may be other Cunningham girls nominated tonight. And that's the interesting. Could this be. may not be our last time talking about this family. Steve's not eligible as a player, but he is eligible as a coach. Yep. So yes. there's definitely well, I, more. Names I think we at least got a a second and a third and a fourth of Mandy Cunningham for the inaugural. Fantasy Hall of Fame of Red Hill High School. So is she unanimous? It looks like everybody had her. I believe she's on my list. Okay. Yep, I had her. Okay. Well, there you go. So the first inductee to our fantasy Red Hill Sports Hall of Fame is Mandy Cunningham and uh, obviously incredibly deserved. All right. Next up, I'll let you two arm wrestle. Who wants to go next? Dave, go ahead. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna guess this is most likely unanimous as well. Um, Chip's cla old classmate, 
Uh, one Brandon Smith. Yeah, that's another. I, I think another <laughs> no-brainer. Kind of a no-brainer. I mean, the only. I mean, he, he played two years of football, starting full. You know, starting fullback on the on the state playoff team as a sophomore and um, linebacker as well. Linebacker. Oh, yeah. linebacker. Yeah, I forget. I completely forgot about that. A two-way player as a sophomore on the best yeah. team in Red Hill history, arguably. Right. Four-year, you know, four-year starter in basketball. You know, I don't have I don't have career numbers or anything in front of me. Um, but, I do. One thousand one hundred ninety-five career points uh, in basketball. I was going to say MVP of about everything. And baseball. I mean, it, it's yeah, the legendary little league career that that, that, that yeah. Brandon had. Oh my had. god! Yeah, yeah. And um, and one and and one and I didn't go through school with him like yeah. Chip did. One of the smartest people I ever met. Yeah. Salutatorian of the '91 Sal- class. Salutatorian yeah. had one B in there. That's questionable, but yeah, that, cl- that class was was loaded with uh, the smart, yeah. smart what people. What was the What was the B? I'm not sure, but I would guess any of those valedictorians you would ask, and they're fr- I'm friends with them, so I, I, yeah. I can say this. I think they would agree that Brandon was the top of the class. They may have just been a, but just I mean academically he was number one in our class maybe not on paper but um i'm curious who gave him the b yeah, yeah I, I, i'm not sure <laughs> let's and, make some guesses here and see if we can ever find out <laughs> i would i'm saying dina brashear i'm just that's, who I, that's where i went with it. <laughs> oh come on so mike mike if you're listening i know you yeah. will know this because you know yeah. you have a great memory and remember everything so um I mean, yeah, he was he was good at every single thing he did. Yeah, at least in, in my eyes, right, right, <laughs> I mean, yeah. played the piano, played the guitar. Uh, just uh, it doesn't matter. Whatever. Yeah, didn't it was. he learn like to play guitar like in an evening or something like that? Yeah, he taught <laughs> himself how to play. He could play it by ear. He could he could play by ear, so he could like listen to a song, play a couple chords, like oh yeah, okay, and then play the whole song. And on, and yeah. and let me tell you a story about that. <laughs> when we were both living up in the suburbs of Chicago, just a couple miles apart, we we saw each other a lot. And that's when he was playing guitar, and 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 I gave him a a songbook, you know, because I've been known to to like to sing a song now and then. So yeah, we yeah, get together and start singing. <laughs> and, uh, and and for those of you who have gone to Neil and Beth's birthday parties, um, you you know that I'm not afraid to in any condition to get up on the stage and start singing. <laughs> anyway, um, and. It was funny because Brandon said, you know, I don't know half these songs, but he tried to learn a lot of them and did. So I got myself a guitar. I thought, I don't know, how hard can this be? Yeah, Brandon's picking them up right away. It's still sitting. It's just in the room next to me where I record here in my basement. And uh, it it goes, I learned how to play the mash theme because it was, it's basically one string. Um, okay. and there was a couple other ones, but no, that, that takes real talent to teach yourself how to play the guitar as despite the fact that he made it look easy. So, yeah. Regional champions led us to a regional championship in baseball. I mean, first one in school it? history, first one was, in school history. What was the stat that how many game winning shots did he have? Oh, it was like school. 13 or something like yeah, that. Yeah. It's, it's, um, <laughs> <what's> the, <laughs> we kept freshman ball, JV yeah, ball, varsity yeah, ball, all right. of it. it yeah. yeah. Chip, growing up with him, was there anything that he tried and was not good at? No, uh, no, nothing. And could he sing? He could sing. He never, he never did like chorus or anything. But like, if when you would hear I'm, him sing, just like to the radio or whatever, I mean, eh. 
he was good. I mean, I nothing to really judge him as like a you know a first place at an IMEA competition or anything. But I'm sure he would have gotten a first. Place and I know he he the, he didn't really like golf, and but I'm positive that had he tried, yeah. he probably would have yeah. been if fantastic. He picked it up and, and played a few rounds out at the country club. Within a week or two, he would have been a yeah. decent player and eventually been what probably been championship flight if he would have if he would have committed to that. Yeah, good, good at tennis. I mean, it, oh yeah. I mean, yeah. Every <laughs> and just another one on and off the court like Mandy. Well, we we wish he was, wish he was still with us. It's it's still one of the saddest uh, saddest things that that has ever touched a, a lot of people, in, including yours truly, to. Uh, to lose him, but uh, he will never, ever, ever be forgotten. Nope. We will. Yeah, he will come up continually on this on this podcast, and we'll have shows a show eventually where we dedicate it to him. Um, I'm still not yeah, ready to do best that ever on the court. <laughs> yeah, but um, but yes, he he's just incredible. So I think again that was uh, that was a no brainer to have him. Him being inducted. I took the easy ones. Yeah, you guys got the easy ones. All right, Mook, you're up. All right, I'm going to go with 2002. So a little bit more new school, the oh, old school. Really? I'm going, I'm going 2002 graduate, valedictorian of that class, super athlete, super smart. I think he was a thousand point scorer in basketball as well. I'm pretty yes, sure. 1,062, and that was with missing like a bunch, with an injury, missing almost a whole season one year. Uh, and, and and a kid and a kid from a tiny Sumner rural somehow makes it to the greatest track program in the United States of America, wow. the University of Oregon track and field program, and made it and excelled there and was all able American. to make all American. And I mean, it's just unbelievable. Matt Shear is my nomination for the inaugural Fantasy Red Hill. Hall of Fame. And another episode to go back and listen to in the archives. And as we've been reminded here, as, as I've, uh, I think it was Kathy, Kathy, the former Kathy Baldwin, she contacted our mom and she went back and listened. And, and I had, I cannot remember, someone else just told me that they just learned what a podcast was and went back to the beginning and started. Okay. So, um, we're getting some new listeners. Yeah, go back and 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 if you don't know how to do a podcast, don't be embarrassed. Lots of people don't. Send us a private message on Facebook or something, and and uh, we'll we'll explain exactly how to do it. But you can go back to the very beginning and listen to them in order, or jump around and and listen to what you want. But the Matt Shear episode was timely, let's say. And yeah. I, I mean, I'm I'm really yeah. really glad we we did that when we did. And seven uh, months, six or seven months before he passed away, yeah. we talked to him. What a he, what a just uh, just like Gary summed it up. But what an amazing story! Like you said, to get to the, you know, that's Alabama football. That's mm-hmm. oh, you know, that's Duke basketball. That's Duke basketball. I mean, and I think we said that to open that podcast. Mm-hmm. To get to Oregon track is unbelievable. In his, his senior year, you know, he went to state, um, you know, especially his senior year. He scored enough points for the entire yep. Red Hill team to get third in the state. <laughs> in the state. I mean, so it's just uh, ludicrous. Yeah, our only state tro- – we have one state trophy in that trophy case, and it was earned one-man show. Earned by for one a team person sport. In, in team, team sport. Yeah, <laughs> a team sport. Because I think he got second in the 100 and the 200, and then he placed or had had he was placed up there. in all four events. I know, yeah, so but... four events, and and you talk about T Town and and their emergence kind of took away maybe some 
future accolades from the Cunninghams and and Mandy. Ryan Shields was that mm-hmm. same thing for for Matt Shear. Ryan Shields single handedly got in the way of Matt having first place uh, yeah. in the in those in those in the four. I said the one hundred and the two hundred earlier. I didn't mean that. The four hundred and the uh, eight hundred, right? If I'm thinking correctly, but uh, I don't think he he didn't run eight hundred in high school. So I think it was it was the one in the one hundred, two hundred, four hundred long jump, maybe. Something, yeah. But I think it was the two and the four where Shields got him uh, yeah. both both those times. So I misspoke earlier. But again, just and, and he would have been, you know, he didn't play football in high school. If he would have played football, he probably would have been the, one of the best players on the field. Was a, just an athletic freak, and I, I and it was a, and just unbelievable the way you know uh, he was able to compete and move on to again, like I said, the University of Oregon or on track. And then ran professionally. He was a rabbit. He talks all about yeah. being a rabbit. So if you which listen is, to that. Which is a really interesting That's thing cool, that I yeah. didn't even know about until him. And, and I think we've had some people surpass him since in the 20, 21 years since he graduated. But at one point, I was, he was the best golfer we'd had in Red Hill history. Yeah. Um, and then we still, you know, top top 10 probably. We've had other good ones come through since then. But uh, yeah, at that point in our young program, he was the best golfer we'd ever had. Would have been a star in the baseball field if he wasn't in track. He talked about his years with the bank um, yeah. on the episode. Best spelling bee competitor we've ever had. And I'm not saying yeah, that yeah. jokingly. Most successful we've ever had spelling. That's a competitive event. Because um, he, he outworks everybody. I mean, I guarantee some of it comes naturally, but I guarantee he did not want to lose and uh, put the time in to make sure he knew as many words as he could uh, possibly know going into those events. Yeah, he made it down to Evansville for that, so he got through yeah. uh, a few rounds to make it down here and to get in the, uh, the I guess, the regional spelling bee. So did anyone else? I'm sure, Chip, you had him. I had him on my list, yes. Dave or yep. Brino? Yep. Uh, I did. I, I That was one that, that I just – I I you can't. You can't just can't leave off. So, um, well, so. I said there was going to be three that would be easy. So now's where it gets interesting. <laughs> I, 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 think, I think those were the three. Um, and so is it my turn? I guess. Yep. Well, I'm going to go. And I, I, this is going to be interesting. Uh, well, mm, now what? This, this could be. I, I, I've thought about throwing kind of my wild card in here, but I'm. But I also want to do this introduction, so I'll I'll just stick with that. Um, my next one is someone that if you talk about the fabric, the soul of Saluki sports, somebody that if, if you think about Saluki sports, if it's, if he's not one of the first thing per people that come to your mind, he's, he's up the, toward the top. I think he set the stage. He set the tone, um, for a lot of years in just, the whole attitude. And I'm not talking about every year when he was winning, that did start to happen eventually, but the way he conducted himself in two different sports, uh, coached three, but especially in two different sports and left his mark on so many players, including myself. I've said it on the podcast. I openly love this man. I wanted to be this man for a little while. He taught me how to take notes in class in a, in a, a certain style, he he's just he's very very important to me and a lot of other people, and that is Coach Bill Evans, William Wesley Evans. You know, now we say you rebrand, right? Everybody works on their brand. I feel like Bill Evans branded Red Hill. Well, you know, he came in and whether you know the football team struggled, and then you know, um, 
if we ever get to Bill Evans part two, I hope we do. We, we, we said that there, we, we ended on the, the 92 or we ended on 93. The tide was starting to turn at that point. Yes, and that was a great, and, uh, segue. you know, to where, you know, competing in that conference was always so difficult, but then it, it, it did, he did get uh, some good teams coming through there for in the, in the mid to late nineties. And, uh, and then, you know, again, we just said it, but the only two baseball regional championships, 91 to 93 he's the coach that's got those there um took the 96 team to the to the final eight i believe of the uh the football playoffs and had that fantastic had had that fantastic team head coach of the first undefeated team in uh red hill history in 2001 when when i think you know to his wish got out of the 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 bigger conference and got into the little line and knew that the team could compete a little bit better i know that was to the dismay of a lot of people and maybe still is but uh, you know, got into that conference where they could compete better in football and and then, you know, had a, uh, several more really good seasons and playoff appearances. Uh, I think at least yeah. one more undefeated season for, for sure until the, you know, the regular season, of course. I think we talked about this on the podcast with him, but even back in the days when things were tough and we weren't winning and, 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 but, but, he, he always felt prepared. I, I think he prepared. Yes. I, I'm going to guess, and Gary could talk about this better, he played on some bad teams and coached on some good ones. I always felt like he prepared us like we were going to compete when you knew against the Mount Carmels and the Salems or, you know, well, we did compete with Salem both of my years. But but you've, you've always felt like, you know, with a very professional scouting report and, and you felt prepared going into those games and that was that's important for kids that are trying to figure it all out and i think he kind of just like you know iconic now i was thinking more of just the athlete side of this so he wasn't personally on my list love him to death but i was thinking more athletes uh the, the players um but like i think just the iconic not only uh the, but it being in the classroom you loved having yep. a class with coach evans and I, of course all of us sports nerds love the classroom with all the larry bird stuff and the new york yankees things and the Kurt crossword up. puzzles he put together for yep. the students and how much fun he made homecoming and the the pep rally night and the activities he had a lot to do with that uh you know so always brought a lot of ex- excitement uh to it but the preparation piece i mean who didn't love this his weekly scouting reports i mean Again, I think some of it was just, just to see the, the the quips and the, the nicknames that he gave people, and that was the most exciting part part of uh, uh, getting it. I mean, the preparation was good too, but I think we all loved it for many reasons, not just the preparation aspect of it. Of the fifty-one seasons, he was the head coach for twenty-nine of them. Um, twelve yeah, playoff. Twelve. That was playoff hilarious. Was, I think one of the trivia it's like. Ray only had four football coaches. Yeah, like football coaches. that is crazy. <laughs> I just never thought. I, yeah, never thought I, of I never would have. Yeah, um, Huff, Evans, Bagby for just one year, and then yeah. Billy's in about yeah. his tenth or twelfth, twelfth year or so now, twelfth, yeah. thirteenth. And then, now, and, so. and even more amazing that stat that one of them was only there for a season. Yeah, yeah, so <laughs> yeah. Fifty-one I mean, years, four coaches, we're, and we're yeah. nine. We're nine losses away from uh, having three. Yeah, so. and I and I just I did not induct. I know some Hall of Fames, Lawrenceville and Williamsville, the two I follow. They induct teams into the Hall of Fame. I don't have any teams on my list. Yeah. Maybe when we do this on the next round, I will. But um, I if you if I was going and induct a team into the Red Hill Hall of Fame, I think his '88 football team would be my, for sure. For sure, yeah. first ballot. David would, would be going into the Hall of Fame. David, David, <laughs> <laughs> maybe next time, Dave. Not this time. <laughs> um, so 
I did have him on my list as well. So four of my name, the four names listed have all been on my list. So I've only got one name left that has not been said yet. And so far, I think we are unanimous. We've got Mandy Cunningham, Brandon Smith, Matt Shear, and Bill Evans. Did, did we decide? No, Bill? Did Bill only get two. Oh, Bill, Bill only got, got two. two. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay, may have to wait another. Sorry, sorry Coach Bill. Evans. I'm really sorry about that. I mean, no hey, offense. Hey, You're in there for me, but Bill, just remember what Emmons Emmons guy nominated you and what well, who didn't vote. <laughs> All right, Chip, you're up, brother. My fifth and final on my ballot. I'm sticking in the coaching. I knew uh, um, it. Sticking with coaching again. Um, throughout the 90s, he was head varsity basketball coach for 10 years. He won four regional titles. He won a sectional title, took Red Hill to the Sweet 16 in 1993. He won a girls regional title um, in, in girls basketball. Uh, he was the head coach of the only team in Red Hill history to win a state trophy. The 2002 Red Hill Boys track team. He was the head coach of that, so he brought a state trophy to our. And talking to him, this is Frederick E. Kendall. Great is who I'm, podcast. Um, so he's. We had a great three-hour episode, our longest interview we've ever had, um, live and in person. Yeah, live we and all in person. In, yeah, Coach Kendall drove over. We at the time I w- was recording next door to my house here uh, at country oaks golf club and i i got the i kind of traded out advertising on another podcast for use of the upstairs of the old clubhouse and coach kendall was up there and we 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 trying to cater and be good hosts gary said coach do you want coffee or anything and he said yeah i'd like a cup of coffee during it so i take a curing over there and we've got a whole <laughs> coffee bar set up that was right awesome midst of covid it was uh, quite the deal i think too yes. it was what a what i mean this podcast i mean so many great things have happened because of this podcast and that's definitely what i'm getting to spend time with him that i never would have gotten otherwise um but i know he had a short career in the grand scheme of things as a boy i uh selfishly i'm glad he got that girls regional title i might get hate mail for this i'm glad he got that girls regional title that was great i wish he would have stayed with the boys program longer there were some good teams coming after that he and- left when he, he left when he had a good team coming, you know. I mean, yeah. With, uh, that, I mean, you got Jason, Jason Bryan, Bryan. And Thacker as seniors on that next year's team. Um, but as I said, I mean, he came in with the 88-89 class. So the class, the the great football players with Lance Clifford, Stacy Mark, Doug Reed were the seniors, and um we had a great shot to win a regional that year. Yeah. I mean, go and make a run that year. Uh, upset in the regional title game and we were up and we lost in the regional title game in 90 and we were upset in the regional title game in 91 um don't you wish you could don't you wish you could fantasy play the 80 with lance and stacy and and against some of the i still think that might be the best team i it very well could be legitimately we had four teams four of his first five years we had legitimate teams that could have won a state title yeah most likely i mean not even lawrenceville won four in five years i mean teams don't do that but could have got one of them you know of yeah, those right, four right, right. may have gotten it done um but yeah 92 what a moment i've been watching regional championship games since i was seven or eight years old and um Red Hill had never gotten one. And then 92, I, it was my first year out, but definitely sitting there uh, that night seeing Red Hill win a regional title. And then um, 
upset. You could call it upset. We swept Fairfield in the regular yeah. season, uh, upset in the sectional title game. Uh, he had some tough losses that he uh, he had to endure. I think they still eat at him a little bit today. Yeah, I, don't, I don't think there's any question. <laughs> yeah. um, I saw him throwing back that coffee while he was talking about it. Talking to him, if you go back and listen to that episode from like March of 2021, February of 2021, um, he, he he remembers the details. Oh, my God. And I'm not just so... talking the details of the sectional title games, right. the super sectional. He remembers details of the quarterfinal game at the Carmine Invitational Tournament yeah. when we played Graveville. He remembers I gotta what go. happened. I, I was there, games. and I want to go back and listen to that podcast because I when yeah. you say that, it was it – was, it, and you could see the – you, all, you could almost see him tense up when he was talking about a certain play and like you say, mm-hmm. the third quarter at the Carmi Invitation. <laughs> and like he was reliving that. And it yes. was really fascinating to watch. And what a brilliant, brilliant mm-hmm. basketball mind. Gary, you're the only one here that, that played for him. Uh, well, I played always freshman said, sophomore year, but yeah, well, you yeah, played varsity. Varsity, yeah, yeah, of course. Chips. I always stellar, said like X's, 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 I said I only played for him for one year myself, you know. So I didn't, I didn't play again until my senior year. But just the X's and the O's that uh, I just can't imagine there's there's anyone too much better in high school basketball than just oh, flat yeah. out X's and O's and uh, the preparation that we went into to prepare for other teams. I think it was uh, when we played Flora in the sectional because they. Uh, we got him at the very last game, knocked him out of the region or the the conference championship, and then we played him again in the sectional uh, semifinals. And uh, that's probably as prepared. I mean, like like Flora didn't know what to like. We were moving to places that they were. We were going there before they were going there when they were trying to run their offense. Yep. And like I think it was a low scoring game, but I think we held them to thirty nine wow. points or whatever. And, and, and Tom Welsh is considered a basketball genius himself. So I mean, that's to wow. outsmart outwit. That rival, that longtime rival Kiss coach at Flora, um, he was. Um, and yeah, something I, else I think he doesn't get a lot of credit for, and I don't know how much he really enjoyed. I don't know if we talked about much about his football and how much he really true. enjoyed football, but that's one of the things reading that, like, you know, in the, in the, when we beat Mount Carmel, holding that team that, again, that year in 92, when we beat Mount Carmel down there, it wasn't like they were five and four that year. Mm-hmm. We beat them, yeah. and then they got beat by Ducoin in the second round of the playoffs. I mean, so it's yeah. not like they were a yeah. A, it wasn't a, a down year for Mount Carmel, yeah. But he, you know, the defense that he called, and you know, a lot of years, Coach Evans liked to put in a four-four, which uh, the four-four stack is what they used to call it, and then just run basically you're blitzing two guys every single play from different areas and stuff like that. And he was the one calling the defense then too, and doesn't get a whole probably a whole lot of credit for. For that, but he and, was calling the defense back and, and the defense on the We Made State in 88 team. I yeah, mean, it's yeah. Just, yeah. Well, greatest, and, and, you know, a and, Hall of Fame team. And it was my senior year when he first came in. And and I, based on what I saw, that was learned. I don't think he was a football mind, you know, when he first came to Red Hill. And and uh, I think I think that was learned, which just tells you how sharp he is. Mm-hmm. And yes, and, knowing, and if he gets if he gets uh, two more votes, he's a two time Hall of Famer <laughs> here because he's in the Carmi Hall of Fame. True, he was, in, he was inducted. Yes. Uh, 
during my senior year when we, when we played down there, he was inducted into their own and hall just to be clear, that's to, a real hall of fame. Theirs is real. <laughs> ours is fantasy. Oh, and I, I want to, make, to rewind on Evans a little bit. He is a member of the, uh, that Wabash Valley Hall of Fame. Oh, and that's he's a right. member of the Illinois Football Coaches Association Hall of Fame. So You're going Evans to Coach is, Evans. Okay. Yeah, I was just going to rewind to that. Yeah. I, admit, I had that in my notes and forgot to say it. So, yes, I guess Evans didn't make this hall of fame. So, yeah, Evans I, is still I, just I, I, I guess I will. <laughs> let, let me say that. I totally agree with Evans or Kendall for the Hall of Fame. Well, now, that's not my, the way it appears. On, they weren't on my particular <laughs> list for this show. <laughs> I mean, listen, you know, it's just like the WWE Hall of Fame. Everybody can't go in in the first year. I mean, you got to right. spread it out. I mean, these black tie affairs has to have to happen every year. Yeah, this will probably become a September episode for us each year where we'll yeah. have a new class inducted. Yeah. So. Uh, um, so okay so what well, do we think fred kendall does anybody else have him on their list he was not i mean i great coach but was not on my list worthy of this hall of fame yes. but well, not on my evidently list. not <laughs> he's worthy he just made uh, me a second ballot guy he, he was on my list right there i don't okay. want to show you my list because i don't want you to see two of them but he here i'll fold this up here well, because you have like a seven-man list, right? Because you've had all five people. Well, there. I don't. I think seven-man <laughs> is uh, is a little sexist, quite frankly. <laughs> so uh, okay, well, I only King, brought five, so my five have all been used tonight. So King, right was was Coach K on yours? No. Okay, well, that's sorry. The two coaches. Didn't make sorry, sure. Bill and, yes. and Fred, you're you're on my list for what it's worth. I mean, you're. I mean, they're they're Hall of Famers. <laughs> Well, (laughs) well, listen again, it doesn't appear so. So, uh, well, Well, they they are somewhere. Five are gone. My five are gone. I have, I'll just be chiming in for the rest of the show. So I guess King, it's, it's who did you, who else is on your list? Well, there's one person. Uh, my next person is, uh, actually one of our sponsors, uh, Mr. Stacy Moore. Oh, wow. Hmm, okay. Uh, Three. Why are you so shocked, Brian? Yeah, sorry, Stacy. Not on my list. <laughs> three, three sport athlete. Uh, maybe even track. Did he, did he do track? I don't think so. He would be good at it. I can't imagine. Yeah, right. yes, uh, yeah, no. his, now, you talk about his kids. Absolutely. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, you know, very. You know, on the. You know, on the state. We made state in '88 team. Um, huge play. Basically, to win the basically game saving ta- game saving tackle at the goal line, top yeah, uh, arguably, but I'd say top five plays in Red Hill football history in individual oh, absolutely. plays. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, playoff playoff football. I mean, the okay. Yeah. Let's let's do this. That and a bunch of ninety six plays. The reverse, well, the reverse out of the end zone, right? Definitely. Sure. Um, that Josh Young fumble recovery. The I mean, pick one, but let's say Bobby's one of his um, Bob and Weave runs at Mount Carmel. You could throw in there. There's three of them that you could throw in there, yeah. but the one that he really bobbed and weaved. Um, what was the one we was just talking about on the? I don't go on the Facebook page as much. I'm not on it quite as much. But um, then the one didn't one come up just the other day um, against Mount Carmel. Uh, the the chief special the pad the double yeah. pass that wasn't a loss unfortunately but that was the like I said that okay. was a a double pass where the game was we felt like it was over and then they we made a bit of a comeback I mean but, I would I would throw in the play Hall of Fame <laughs> now we got a new we got a new wing oh, yeah. in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> 
And we're well, not actually starting episode. the play Hall of Fame. We're just going to... Yeah, yeah this is fantasy. This is not an actual <laughs> wing to the other Hall of Fame. No, Stacy was on my short list. Didn't make my top five. He Wait a minute. I'm about list, to but... pump you up a little bit, Gary. I think if you, <laughs> when you talk about plays... Gary's play at Mount Carmel that to yep. won the game. I think that has to be on the on a consideration list. Yep. Thank you. Thank you. Um so yeah. What else you got on Stacy, Dave? <laughs> but uh, I mean probably, I think probably guess we're, guess we're most, done with uh, this. That was the play the segment. Well known probably the most well known at Red Hill for his for his basketball. You know, yeah, four I would four say years so. basketball with again, I don't have stats in front of me. Was one of the top three point shooters at Red Hill. He's a um, thousand point scorer too. Yep. Yeah. Hey, absolutely. Thirteen oh seven was a was a. I you know I, as we covered before, I'm not a as big a baseball fan as I am. I ha, I have next to no connection to Red Hill baseball, but I know Stacy was a good player. Stacy no, played. I mean, he was playing as a freshman, one, and, that, and that was his. I mean, that was his arguably best sport. Played played as a freshman, but played uh, it was a huge part of my senior year. The the yeah. eighty seven cardiac kids um, was a huge I, I part of that. Argue, I would pitching say basketball is best sport. I but. would say basketball is okay, okay. best, followed by baseball and 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 yeah. then football and track right. somewhere so. down there around the four or five range. Okay, so <laughs> good golfer, good golf, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, excellent, excellent, you know, excellent showing in three sports. Um, that's that's my nomination. That's right. that's number yes. four on my list. So. I think he's worthy. He was a, he was in my in my short list, not my top five though. Yeah, not not on my list either, but definitely worthy. He will be in the Hall of Fame at some point. Um, yeah, great all around athlete. Okay, who is next? I think it's my turn again. So Can I he think did not I'm, make the Hall of Fame. Then he did not. He did not. Not in right. not in year one. Oh, not right. not a first not a first ballot guy. Let's see here. I got two that I'm gonna I'm trying to pick from here. I think I'm going to go with 1980 graduate was really a stalwart in women's basketball at Red Hill before Red Hill, before women's Red Hill basketball was really much of a thing. Uh, senior year averaged 28 and a half points a game and 18 rebounds. Whoa. I believe she had a game. <laughs> she scored over 50 as a sophomore. Sophomore. sophomore yeah. That's right. Yep. Uh, went to the, Division one, I, I don't know if they would have been Division one then, but there was, she went to Southern Illinois University to continue her basketball career. Scored fourteen hundred and sixty-one career points. I'm going to nominate Susan Wright for the Red Hill Fantasy Hall of Fame. And another great podcast back in our archives. We've had some great guests. All these Hall of Hall of Fame nominees. We've had. A lot of them. Yeah. And she was getting started. I mean, obviously, women's basketball. I mean, it took them a long time just to even get well, out of a club team type yeah, of thing that, and actually become a team. And That was kind of a focus of, of the podcast is that that emergence of, of, of women's sports um, from, like you said, it started off as a club. And there were school board members that voted no to that, yeah. if, if I remember right. And mm-hmm. one, I've got it down 1,461 points. Um, yeah, that's what I had. And uh, so, so that's yeah. my nominee. I think she's she's worthy because of uh, you know just kind of being groundbreaking for the yeah. for the and being really a uh, a really star player and a good person. Like I said, that was a great. That was one of our one of our not, uh, first podcasts. I think back in twenty twenty. Um, 
but no, I think she's definitely deserving based on her uh, her career and really maybe put Red Hill basketball on the map back in 1980. Yep, uh, she was on my list. Yeah. I did not have her on my list, but contributions to the sport is an. But then also being just an amazing player on the court too, definitely deserving. I, mean, I know Mandy talks about how she looked up to her. I'm so glad we got her in the podcast. I always looked up to her. I didn't see her play, but I would used to go to the library and look at the old daily records and just marvel over these stats of this girl I didn't know much about. Yeah. And so I just sent her a cold message on Facebook, didn't know her at all, and asked her if she would um, like to be on our show, and she accepted right away. And it was yeah. a great episode. It really um, was. And I'm that was that was one of those. They're on Facebook now, and I enjoy following what they're what adventures she's going on next. Now, that's another reason. Like, I'm glad we did this because I didn't know one thing about her or her career at Red Hill, and that's why I love doing this because you know you learn a lot during your research, and then actually getting to talk to talk to anybody that we do. So, and it's good to get that stuff down because it's. And I would say a lot of our listeners are in that situation that did. Oh, not, absolutely. Most of our yeah. listeners did not know hardly anything about her career. It's not like we have a shrine to her in the school or anything. Like, unless you went searching for it, if you weren't watching those games in the seventies and then a little bit of nineteen eighty, then you. Didn't really have much knowledge because I don't think a lot of kids were going and reading daily records at the Lawrenceville Library like I was. No, I, no matter of fact, I'd, not. I, I'd, I'd, say, I'd say just a just a handful. <laughs> yeah, a few of them are in this room right now. That's about yeah. it. Yeah. So uh, I changed I I changed my vote. Uh, she wasn't originally on my list, but she is now because I for, I kind of forgot. Oh that. why? Oh well, you won somebody took off. No. <laughs> was that three votes for? Yeah, Susan? so she's in. So. Oh, my. Yeah. Oh, right. yeah. Deserving, but I did not see that coming. Congratulations to Susan Wright. All right. Am I? Is it me? So hold on. Let's see. I've only got one person left on mine because I have my top four. I've, I got one person left. I've got one um, on mine left. Dave, what do you have left? I'm done. Oh, all of yours are in now. Okay. So who's in for sure? Sheer. Brandon Smith. Right. Mandy Cunningham, right. Matthew Shear, and Susan Wright. Okay, so it's uh, a good start. That's so, a good Hall of Fame. So after that, that might be it. We'll see. Gary, you've got one left, right? Yeah. And I've got one left. Yes. Bill Evans and Fred Kendall are out there. So do we just do we vote on those four after? We're I don't done? think so. No, it just. I think, to, you okay. had to, I think you had to get three okay. votes for the first year. Listen, I'm not going to argue with you. What? Yeah, that's fine with me. And there's no guarantees they get it next year. Don't feel like you have to put <laughs> Coach K- and maybe my mind will change. I assume Kendall and Evans will be my list next year. Now next but, year, uh, if you got if you got to vote this year, will that benefit you at all next year? I I think you I, start I, over. Not I think for the like baseball. baseball. If you get sixty four percent one year, I guess, the, I guess the other. Next I guess year, the other people are off the list though. So the. Yes, they're going to be top candidates, especially since they've had so much publicity. They're going to be fresh in everybody's mind next year. We can't put Mandy in twice. I mean, she, yeah. Well, maybe her team's one of her teams. Well, that's true. I'm not, you know, whatever. All right, here we go. Gary, it's you or me. It's your turn, I believe. Okay, um, this was kind of my, I guess, my sleeper a little bit. And Chip actually kind of spoiled my, or spoiled my, thunder or whatever what's that phrase stole my thunder. stole my thunder there you go um because i have a team on on my oh, list okay. um, yeah, and it was the, actually the one that chip mentioned um and here's my reason for nominating the the 1988 football team as a whole is i feel like 
we had had some good teams, spotty good teams. Um, you know, you had a track athlete, Doug Shank, go to state. Um, you had, you know, some good teams here and there, but nothing that ever um, did what this team, I felt like, taught Red Hill and young Red Hill kids and in and, and every sport, really, this class did. But I'm, I'm going to nominate this football team because that was the first really, really good football team that had some real success. And I feel like that team with, with Stacy and Lance, Mark Ambrose, we talked about uh, Brandon, Clifford York, uh, Jimmy, Worth. Jimmy Worth, Brookhart, JJ, Huddleston, JJ. Yeah, I mean, when the list goes on, but I feel like they taught Red Hill and younger Red Hill athletes how to win, and uh, so that's why I had the 1988 football team on my list. Reinhardt Huddleston, we didn't say any of those names. So, I said yeah. Huddleston, thank you. Okay, Just good. Who's in middle? Just middle. Yeah, Shane yeah, the, Brown. The juniors, middle and Brown, were definitely key players, and of course, Brandon, we mentioned. Bob so. Baker. Bubba. Baker was on the team. And Kelly Tidwell some some work on the special teams. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I that's again that's hard to disagree with. I mean that great uh, home videos of that season on uh, Mark uh, Coach oh, Mark Ambrose's so, YouTube page. I'm so glad I came across those that day. To, who was uh, it? Did somebody somebody played tight end on that team? Split some time with Lance. I think I saw on the Facebook page one time. <laughs> I, yeah, I've seen some people say that. Yeah, I think. T- <laughs> I think Lance is getting all the reps, I believe. Lance I would went probably, on to play at SEMO. Yeah, he did. So, I, I that team's definitely – what a fun year that was, too, to go to those games. Dave got to be on the sidelines as a, oh, as a yeah. youngster. Yeah, David King. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Dave. Future maybe Hall of Famer next year, David King. Yeah, yeah, no yeah. question when we open the blue-white game wing, King's in. Yeah, absolutely. How could you put anybody else in? <laughs> All right, well, so just one, so just one vote for them. Yeah, I yeah. guess so. And I guess it's me just to do my last one. Um, now listen, I think it's hard, Gary. It's I'm, hard your, I'm to, your brother. Don't embarrass yeah, no, me. <laughs> I think it'd be hard to deny uh, a Red Hill Saluki graduate that played professional baseball. So my other one was going to be Jim Baker, 1976 graduate of Red Hill High School. It's a great uh, call. Toronto Blue Jay uh, was most valuable athlete as a senior. Played it all. Great guy, number one. He's a Hall of Fame guy, no, no doubt. Great, great podcast episode. Yeah, another podcast <laughs> episode. You know, had a, had a great career coaching baseball too when he uh, when he returned and still you know spent some time uh, influencing uh, young baseball players. So my fifth and final was Jim Baker. That's good. I did not have uh, bake this time, but that's a, a very, very solid selection. Yeah, he, he will get in at some point. Oh, for sure. For sure. Okay, so there you go. The Hall of Fame, the, the Fantasy Hall of Fame is set for 2023. The 23 class is Matt Shear, Mandy Cunningham, Brandon Smith, and Susan Wright. Some other, like, see, I had on my short list. Let's see. I did have, I wrote down, jotted down some names. Of course, I had Lance Smith down and Stacey Moore. 
I had Billy Gray on a short list and Mark Ambrose on a short list, but they weren't they weren't my top five. That was some other people I was thinking because I wasn't thinking right. of coaches or teams yet. So that opens up a whole new thing. For yeah, me, so. um, I had Mark also Bobby Steve Bobby Stevens was very on the very short list. Um, Lance would Lance would be top ten for me. I had Troy uh, Moore yeah. uh, as a cheerleader. Um, Tracy Coltus in track. And wait till we open this up to other things. I mean, my goodness and. This is just the first wing of our fantasy hall of fame. <laughs> yeah. Um, I had, I had Sue cat down as well, just because of all the success that she had as the cheerleading coach. Yeah. I mean, we can go on and on, but, uh, that was, that was good, a good list. And, and we only came so, up like, with four. Do people time. agree? Do they agree with our list? Do they have other people they want? They, they didn't think of, oh, let's, let's, I'd like to see some more people participate on facebook to let us know what you're thinking even though we got four not five um i think that 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 that's a great great list i thought evans or kendall won i i was sure one of those two would would be in well unfortunately just, coaches never can i was always yeah, thinking of the say, athletes I, yeah same here I okay just, coaches didn't really cross my mind for this so. well we'll put an but asterisk I, next to that then maybe so maybe maybe next year well, that was fun. That was fun. That was a good episode. I, I hope you know, that everybody had had fun listening, and thank you for listening. We we truly appreciate it, and we appreciate the sponsors as we mentioned throughout the broadcast, and and as much as we can, probably not enough. We get sidetracked, get to talking, but uh, people, State Bank, the Andrews Insurance Agency, and of course Tyler Griffin's Pizza House. Watch out, listen um, to the radio, look for letters in your mailbox or Facebook posts or everything. We're going to plaster it everywhere. We're going to try to raise, uh, I think it's going to be give or take about $10,000 we're going to want to do to cover the podcast years from what, 74 to to uh, the first, you know, 20 years or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, early, early 90s at yeah. least through 93 probably yeah if we can if we can get to that um we're, we're going to try to make that our first first wave of of digitizing the bridgeport leader and, and i can't i can't wait to do that but um so we're going to try to get the word out as, as best we can and and uh if you can give a little if you can give a lot if you can call up some red hill alumni that maybe don't know anything about it or not just Red Hill, but Bridgeport citizens that live away from here. I think people would just like it, and, and we'll get all that information out there on how to donate, and and, uh, and we'll, we'll run with that project. Um, if you could, hit the subscribe button. That lets the advertisers and, and us know, and it helps us on our search engines. When, when you type in Old School Red Hill Podcast, that moves us up the list on those hitting that subscribe button if you think it's warranted leave us a five-star review um we do have kind of a limited audience with this podcast just mostly red hill people but but uh if if you can tell people about it like say a lot of people especially you know older older folks don't listen to a lot of podcasts regularly and they may not even know how to do it so if you can uh, teach somebody after you listen to this how to find a podcast and, and maybe get some more people listening because um, we get a lot of good comments and, and we have just, you know, so much fun doing it. Yep. Anything else? No. Great episode. That was a great. And Brian, thank you for your work on the, on this idea. I, it'll be a oh, tradition. Yeah. Um, I would guess our, I think our next episode, we have to figure out when we're going to record it will be, 
edition, our next edition for the fourth year in a row, the homecoming edition. Oh, always oh, yeah. a fun. Everyone's favorite. <laughs> and, um, Listen to us gonna... complain because the dance starts so late. <laughs> I think we're going to focus on um, some late 90s. I have to get the exact year, but uh, it's the latter half of the 90s. Is this our is where... third homecoming episode, right? Fourth. Fourth, yeah. We did 10 on the first one. Oh, so we'll that's at, right, we'll, yeah. We'll have 25 homecomings covered by the time we... Um, <laughs> Which might be the it might be the end of this run. I mean, because we begin. Well, no, we have one more to do next year, I believe, because we have the um, um, the first part of the seventies to do. So we yeah. got this year and next year, and then we'll have seventy three to like two thousand covered. Wow! Yeah, we, this is this is our fourth season of this podcast. Yeah, that's right? crazy. May thirty first of of twenty is uh, wow. was coaching coaching legend Bill Evans. Yeah, Susan Wright episode was January fifteenth of twenty twenty one, and two. Two shows after that was Meet the Host, David King. He was early in the the, uh, (laughs) run. All right. On behalf of Chip Jamerson, Gary Emmons, I am Brian Emmons. And, of course, it's always good to have David King this time of year because sometimes we can't get him in here for during farming season. Yeah, uh, next next month, next six weeks might be a little tricky, but. Believe it or not, we actually do write stuff down for this program. We produce it. We edit it. We direct it. What else do we do, Chip? Star in it? We edit it. We do edit it sometimes. Oh, yeah. We do everything. We would hire a big staff, but we're going to throw all that money into the Bridgeport Leader Project. Exactly. All right. On behalf of all those guys I just mentioned, I'm Brian Emmons, and we are... Red Hill. Let's go white. Let's go white. Let's go, let's go white. <laughs>